the channel support the Yosei. I'm Yosei from the Sensor. Unfortunately, last week I was not able to make a podcast. But this week, I'm going to be talking about the past. The prospect the Orioles got at the trade deadline. The Orioles at the trade deadline were very, very proactive. Something they've really not done before. Something they could have done last year and probably gotten a lot more. But instead, they decided to be buyers getting Tim Beckham, a former number one overall pick. But the Orioles, they traded Manny Machado, Zach Britton, Kevin Gosman, Darren O'Day, Brad Brock, Jonathan Scope. In return, they got 15 prospects. International signing money. Some of the trades were for just money, and ra- like Brad Brock's which was a salary cut plus a chance just to get more international money because the Orioles, as Dan Duquette said, they want to be more active on the international trade market. But other trades, Gosman and O'Day, they got some good guys. But the one thing the Orioles really, there was like an overall theme for the Orioles of what they did, and that was quantity over quality. Was that the right move? I would have preferred not. I would have been okay if they got, for those five guys, four prospects. But these are the top prospects. These are like guys who are on the verge of becoming stars in the major leagues. Orioles got some good guys. And I will go through all the guys they got. But I would have preferred they go for quality over quantity, which is not what they did. First trade they made was with the Dodgers when they traded Manny Machado really during the All-Star break. They got five guys from the Dodgers. And the main guy from in the overall trade was Neil Diaz. Diaz is an outfielder. He was having an excellent season in double-A, hitting 314 batting average. 428 on base percentage, 477 slugging. He had 6 home runs, 41 walks, and 39 strikeouts and only 220 at-bats. He's young. He's only 21. He's righty, 6'1", 195 pounds. But he's shown very good hitting skills and good batting eye. And he's reduced his strikeout rate which is a very good sign, and he was really the key guy of that trade. The, um, the Orioles, expect you can expect to see him soon in the September call-ups. The Orioles also got Ryan Bannon, an infielder. 2018 has done pretty well. 296 batting average, 402 on base, 559 slugging. 20 home runs, drawing 59 walks, but 103 strikeouts and 338 at-bats. This guy's small. He's 5'10", 180, 22. There's some pretty big power, but the really concerning thing is the fact is his strikeout rate because that's about one strikeout in every three at-bats, and the Orioles really don't want another strikeout guy. But they're hoping he can grow out of that. He does have a pretty good glove. He's got a very strong arm. He's pretty good at third and second, and if necessary, can play shortstop, but he will not be as good there. We also got Dean Kramer, a right-handed pitcher. He spent 2018 with the Dodgers, posting a 3.30 ERA in 79 innings. 
with 114 strikeouts to 26 walks, which is very, very good to see. He's 22, and his best pitch is a 90 to 95 mile an hour fastball. Has pretty good movement. He has a decent curveball, and he's pretty good about throwing strikes. And there's a mixed opinion on changeup, but he's what he did this year was a very good sign and a good step forward. They also got Zach Pop, another right-handed pitcher. He split 2018 between low A and high A, dominating in both levels. He had a 1.04 ERA in total, 43 innings, 47 to 13 strikeouts to walks, and only 25 hits allowed in those 43 innings. That's really, really good, and he looks like he can be another dominant reliever. He's got a fastball from 94-98, and a slider that can be a little erratic, but when it's on, he is on. He's a little inconsistent, and there's a little bit of a worry about how his durability, but he's been very good what he did for the Dodgers. They also got, as a final piece of the deal, hope I'm pronouncing this right, Bravik Valera. Valera was signed by the Cardinals back in 2010 from Venezuela, and the Dodgers picked him up in a trade this spring. He did pretty well in AAA, hitting 314, 368 on base, 450 slugging for Memphis, and 284, 350, 433 for Oklahoma City this year. He's been a little bit in the majors with the Cardinals and Dodgers, but he's only hitting 154 in 39 at bats. He's a switch hitter, 5'11, 160. He's very good at line drive hitting, and he can play a lot of positions. He's got a pretty good eye. But it doesn't look like he's much got much power. He's gonna. He's really a utility infielder um, who can make a difference. So we talked about the Brad Brock trade, which happened next, I believe. Where the Orioles got international signing money. Then the, the Orioles traded Kevin Gosman and Darren O'Day, and if they didn't trade Darren O'Day, they would have gotten better prospects. The Orioles, they did a salary dump with O'Day. Some people like it, some people don't. I'm okay on it. I think it's good that it opened up another roster spot for these young guys to come in and to see more of these young pitchers. I'm sorry, Zach Britton was the one after Manny Machado. We'll do him next. For Kevin Gosman, they got Brett Cumberland, catcher. Cumberland started 2018 with high A. Hitting 236, 367, 407 with 11 home runs, 52 walks, but 85 strikeouts and 280 at-bats. He was recently promoted before the trade to double-A where he went 2-4-18, 111 those five games. He's 23, 5-11, 205. He shows pretty good bat speed, good plate discipline, and it looks like he's got some good power. He's inconsistent, though. His throwing has gotten better, and his his error rate is dropping. Though he does need more work defensively. The Orioles also got Gene Carlos and Carnacion, a third baseman. He in 2017 he was batting 321, 346, 464, and in 2018 288, 314, 463 after a promotion to low A. Hit 10 home runs and 361 at bats. The real caution flag here is 13 walks to 100 strikeouts and that's going to be tough to do and to be a productive player in the majors 
If you can't get on base, get those three passes. He's got a right-handed hitter. He's got a strong throwing arm, got a power bat, but his philosophy is really just to swing at everything, and that's going to be tested against better pitching. And he, he does need a lot more work in the field. He um, That's Encarnacion. Evan Phillips, right-handed pitcher. He's having a great season with AAA. 199 ERA, 41 innings, 59 Ks to 14 walks. He was a little bit in the majors in June and July. 6.1 innings, 6 and 3rd innings, giving up 6 runs, 3 strikeouts, 4 walks. He, The Orioles really like what he's got. They think he can be a dominant guy, maybe at the back of the bullpen. He has come up for the Orioles already, made some relief appearances, and the Orioles, they like what he's got. Orioles also got Bruce Zimmerman. Zimmerman split 2018 between low A and double A. A combined 2.86 ERA in 113 innings with 125 to 37 strikeouts to walks, 99 hits in those 113 innings. So he's really not received much attention outside the Braves organization. But he's got a low 90s fastball. His curveball and changeup are iffy, but it's starting to get better. And he needs to work a little bit on command, but he's got a good chance to be a back-end starter. And the Orioles traded Zach Britton after the Manny Machado trade before the Kevin Gosman one to the Yankees. They got some good pitching prospects. They got Dylan Tate. He is in, like the number one piece in the steal. 24-year-old righty in the Yankees. He did pretty well in 2017. 2.81 ERA, 62 strikeouts, 1.14 whip. In 83 and a third innings. Double A Trenton this year. He's really continued that with a 3.38 ERA, 75 strikeouts, 25 walks with a 111 whip. 82 and two thirds innings. He's pretty athletic. Mid 90s fastball, tops in 97. He also has got a slider and changeup. And each pitch shows good potential. He needs to really be work on consistency to do it at the major league level. He's pretty young. He was a reliever until his junior year in college. And he's going to just keep on growing. And he's not all that polished as you could expect someone his age to be. But there's a lot of potential in him. And the Orioles, they like him. They also got Cody Carroll, reliever. Carroll's got a great arm, a high 90s fastball that can sometimes get up to 100 and then he's been working on a slider, split finger pitch to work off his fastball. He's dominant. He's got some really back-end stuff to work with. And the Orioles, they like him. They've seen him. He's been in, the, in their bullpen, and they've really liked what they have seen from him overall. They also got Josh Rogers, left-hander. Rogers got to triple A by 20 when he was 23. Rogers got a pretty good fastball right around 91. Slider, curveball, changeup. He's been able to throw a slider for swinging strikes. And his main problem, though, has been walks. Because his 2.39 walks per nine innings this year, career high, 2.95 ERA in 18 starts. It's been a little uneven, but the Orioles, they like him. They think he can do pretty well. And he's kind of like a Richard Blyer, a Nestor Cortez. Um, and they're really hoping that he can prosper at the level that they need him to be. 
The Royals then traded Jonathan Scope to the Brewers, and I'll be honest, I was watching MLB Network, and I kept on hearing the rumors, Ken Rosenthal saying, watch for the Scope to Brewers. And it just kept on happening, and the deadline came and passed, and then they and then it was announced. I was like, great. Should be getting some good prospects from this. And they did. The, one of the better pieces in the deal was Jonathan VR. He's got plenty of major league experience. He's got some pretty... He's played the infield. Second, short, third. He can play outfield. And he really can take over the, what Ryan Flaherty did as a utility guy. In 156 games in 2016, he over 19 times, 38 doubles, 62 steals. So he's pretty fast, batting 285. And it's good to see that speed comes to the Orioles. And he's a majorly quality guy. And the Orioles, they like him. And... It, what he's been pay playing already, and the Orioles, they really like what he can do. You also got the right-hander, Luis Ortiz. He's got a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, pretty good slider, and he's working on a changeup. In his third season, double-A, he's 22, 3.71 ERA, 68 innings, 65 strikeouts to 18 walks, and a 1.19 whip. So he keeps the ball in the ballpark a lot, and gets a lot of ground balls, and he looks like he can really be a good solid guy but the or but he needs work he's young and the Orioles are excited to see what he can do you know, they also got Gene Carmona athletic infielder he's been batting 266 367 406 over those last two seasons he's 6-1 switch hitter and the Orioles think he can maybe be middle of the infield shortstop guy second base he's shown a lot of power and the Orioles think that this guy could take a lot of time, but if they do it right, and they hope it will, and they'll hope they'll work out, this guy can really contribute to this Major League team. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of Sports with Yosef. I'm Yosef Macinter. I'll see you next week.